0: tyre safety check at your local tyre power. Team Kia at Cheltenham and Mount Barker for all your class-leading Kia vehicles and servicing. Breakfast with Mark Bickley and Jared Walsh. Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's go. Good morning to
1: you. We are in studio Lumo powered by Lumo Energy SA on this Wednesday morning, uh, going for a top of 17 degrees today. Bix, coincidentally, we just did the Travis edition of Mm. Quick Bix. And question one was uh, name the drummer from, uh, or Travis Barker was the drummer from which famous band? And you said Blink 181. Blink 182. This is how the world works. I've just refreshed my X page and Blink 182 have announced a new album just like that.
2: It's incredible. Tell me it's called 181.
1: Nope, it's definitely not. Um, before we get to Bryce Gibbs, I'm sure he's really entertained by this. Oh, Our dear. text line zero four two let Let's get to a couple of texts. Yeah, Lily
2: is uh, talking about Port Adelaide's midfield. Good morning. Come on, fellas. Why is the midfield being smashed on Butters and Rosie? Lysette was crippled and didn't give them any service as opposed to Hayes. The spotlight should be solely on Hinkley for his selections. No, what we're saying is that we lauded them all year. Their midfield was their real strength, but you can't hide from the fact that they got smoked it helps if you've got a ruckman that gets his hand on it but it doesn't mean that if your ruckman doesn't get his hand on it that you can't win your footy out through the middle of the ground Uh, And, oh, sorry, just looking at these other ones. Jeff has
1: sent a text in saying, how about you take uh, Quick Bix Walsh? You seem to know everything. (laughs) Well, I don't. This is the thing. And that's why I have so much pleasure in creating Quick Bix because Bix knows everything and I I try to prove him wrong, but he's always right. And if you want to hear me fail at something, have a listen to Bickley's Believe It or Not tomorrow because I'm horrible at stuff.
2: Yeah, and just another quick one says, um, this was... Uh, talking about, uh, guys, I guess you referenced the Melbourne president because the port leadership has gone into hiding again as it's their standard practice after failure. Well, the reason I was referencing the Melbourne president is I was saying Melbourne have gone out in straight sets for two weeks in a row. We haven't heard from Gary Pert. We haven't heard from Kate Rophy And yet people over here in Adelaide are screaming for the Port Adelaide CEO and president of the tour. I think they will when they've got something to say. And I think that'll come once the the coaching group have finished their exit meetings, they'll have a review of the season and then they'll present to the executive about what next. And I think when the what next is there, I think that's when they'll communicate to their their members.
1: Mark also says that it's just started raining in Kidman Park. Why does it always rain on me? That was the (laughs) Travis song, which you completely John butchered there. I saw John Butcher on the weekend. He was at the (laughs) footy. How could that? John Butcher was sitting at Adelaide watching the Doggies Mm -hmm. in the uh, under-16s alongside the Hoff, Justin Westhoff. Some Central's boys there together. Um, And then, following on from that, there was a very, very happy Bryce Gibbs because his Panthers managed to get the under-18s premiership in the Torrens University Cup Grand Final. So, as we say, good morning to you, Bryce Gibbs. The navy blue colour is doing very well at the moment. Morning, Gibbsy. Good
0: morning, fellas. Yeah, you're spot on. Uh, Jared, uh, it was a great win by our under-18 boys. Um, They've had a pretty good year, finished minor premiers, uh, got through to the granny, and uh, on what was a hot day, there was a few boys going down with cramp late in the game, but, uh, yeah, they managed to hold on in the end.
1: I'm pretty sure I saw an umpire have to leave that game as well, sitting in the race. The umpire either was dehydrated or cramped and couldn't finish the game, one of the field umpires, which was amazing, Bix. Mm, And was that their first win, the under-18s flag?
0: Uh, for about 30 years, 30 I think. 30 years, so, yeah. Uh, great great pretty result. Pretty significant time in, in between. So, yeah, well done to Mark Baten and all involved in the junior program.
2: And, uh, of course, the other Navy Blues saluted as well on the weekend. And tell us how you found yourself in the change rooms. Uh, obviously keen to to get across there and, and watch your old club?
0: Yeah, that's right, Vic. We uh, sort of watched it all unfold. Uh, the Friday night before when they played Sydney when we sort of nearly pulled the trigger to jump in the car and, and head over for a look and we didn't uh, got extremely jealous after watching everyone going crazy in the stands after a, a one goal win against the Swans and I thought stuff it once the, the draw came out on, uh, they were going to play on Friday night I said let's jump in the car took the kids, took the family and uh, yeah, just acted like a nuffy and started going bananas <laughs> with everyone else when the game got closed and they managed to hold on uh, against Melbourne. So, yeah, it was a little impulsive trip, but, uh, yeah, uh, a great experience to be involved in.
2: Now, tell us, I heard Gary Lyon say it. This is the loudest you' ever heard of the MCG. Now, Gary Lyon has been there as a player and as a, a commentator for decades. I heard someone else say that they were in the Stadium Australia when Cathy Freeman won the 400-metre uh, final, and they said that roar when she came down the straight, they said was replicated for for minutes and minutes on end because you know after the game and when when Carlton hit the front, that's pretty staggering.
0: Yeah, it was certainly the most electrifying crowd I've witnessed uh, as a player or a supporter to date. It, w- it was pretty crazy. We know the game was pretty close late in the game, and when Aikens kicked that goal, yeah, it was you, you couldn't think. You can hear yourself think it was. They were going absolutely ballistic, and then that last minute was obviously everyone was pretty nervous and, and hoping they'd <laughs> hang on. And then once the siren went, um, again they, the crowd lifted, the the stadium nearly shook, and uh, yeah, it was they started singing the "We Are the Navy Blues," and yeah, it was for for Carlton supporters to be starved of you know final success for such a long time. Uh, yeah, they were certainly lapping it up.
1: They are certainly an emotional bunch as well, Bryce. A few of them would have had to go to the tip to pick up their memberships, but they threw out halfway (laughs) through the season, even in the the early parts of the second half of the season. But can you tell us a little bit about these supporters? Um, They're quite restricted due to to flights um, and also the capacity of the Gabba to travel up on the weekend, but their passion, especially after a win, um, it's really hard to replicate across the whole competition. Yeah, it it
0: does make it tough, doesn't it? And, And Does make it a little bit frustrating with flight getting bumped up a little bit more than what they usually would. A little bit further to, to drive and mm. not as easy to jump in the car. So uh, I think they'll have some live sites in and around Melbourne and I think Adelaide, there'll be some places you can go to and, and watch the game with a, a whole lot of cult supporters. So um, yeah, I mean, they, they faced a pretty tough pass taking on Brisbane Lions. So I don't think I've lost at the Gabba this year. They're obviously going into this game fresh, and, and Carlton looked like to have a few sore bodies. But, uh, you know, final footy anything can happen, uh, and they'll go up there and, and give it a red-hot crack.
2: Yeah. Now, I just want you to remove all sort of um, the thought process here. Uh, let's just assume that Carlton win in uh, Brisbane. I know we don't like to look ahead, but can you imagine if Collingwood won through and Carlton won mm. through Firstly, what would it be like on Grand Final Day? But go back a step. What would it be like trying to get a ticket to Grand Final? That would be the hottest ticket for an AFL Grand Final for probably the last, as long as I can remember, Bryce.
0: Yeah, I reckon you're right there, bit, And I reckon even a 200,000 stadium wouldn't... <laughs> exactly. They'd be more than a bigger stadium than that. So uh, I don't, I'm not sure Melbourne would be able to handle it, to be honest. <laughs> Obviously, we know how great... Um, grand final week is as a spectator and whether you're just you're following the teams that are in the grand final, everyone just gets involved and a grand final like Carlton Collingwood would be absolutely off the charts and yeah the city would would struggle to, to handle it I reckon
1: Well, thank you for your time, Gibbsy. And also, it's an opportunity for us to say congratulations on an outstanding career for yourself as well. We're hanging up the boots for the Panthers at the end of the year. So we know it's been quite a reflective past couple of weeks for you, um, but you've accomplished so much in the AFL and the Sandful, and we know how much you give back to football. It was um, put on display with the the under-18s on the weekend too. So thanks for joining us, mate. Enjoy the weekend.
0: Nah, thanks for the kind words, Walsh. Well, speak to you
1: soon. Bryce Gibbs joining us there on SENSA. And it was great to see um, Gibbsy there with the, the players from South Adelaide. I mean, the, the connection that, that he's developed with the club mm. after leaving Adelaide, because you know how strongly the family is connected to the base. So to do what he's done with the South team, is it is, is, is speaks volumes of the person that uh, he is.
2: And he's, um, oh, firstly... The, Go down there. I remember talking to Bryce uh, and and he said I oh, this is the last thing he thought he w- was gonna do afterwards was to go and, and uh play for a different club other than Glenelg." but it's really assimilated well down at South, uh taking on that sort of role with Mark Clayton with the sort of talent pathway segment down there, looking after the zones and um and I guess you know, imagine being a sixteen or eighteen year old and uh, you know having someone like Bryce has had that sort of wealth of experience to be able to uh, you know ask questions of or or take advice from it so it's a really good position
1: it is 12 minutes past eight on SENSA still time for you to call as well one three hundred seven three six seven three six we're talking about the stand for the grand final on this weekend we still have tickets to give away to the grand final and the after party that's on level five of the riverbank stand after the match with hot dub time machine and De Saint playing as well so call us right now if you what want about to have Travis
2: along. is he going to be there at all?
1: Travis won't be playing, I don't think. Let me get you to sing that again at some stage, no, and hopefully we recorded that because that has already won the Brecky Brownlow for the week. It's SENSA. Good morning.